That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hi, everyone. Judge Andrew Napolitano here for Judging Freedom. Today is Wednesday, March 1st. 2023. It's about 3.45 in the afternoon. My apologies that we are a little late, some technical uh, issues. Earlier today, the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, who is a former uh, federal judge, federal appellate judge for 20 years, and before that was a lifelong career prosecutor uh, in the DOJ, uh, testified before the Senate Judiciary Committee, and some sparks flew when Senator uh, Ted Cruz was more or less cross-examining the Attorney General. Senator Cruz's concern uh, concerns uh, are for the safety of the justices of the Supreme Court of the United States and their families. You may recall that uh, a young man, a crazy young man, uh, was arrested at one o'clock in the morning outside the home uh, of Justice and Mrs. Brett Kavanaugh and their children. Uh, and he indicated at the time of his arrest that he intended to break in the home and kill Justice Kavanaugh, and he had a loaded uh, weapon uh, with him. Uh, there were two U.S. Marshals outside of Justice at Mrs. Kavanaugh's home at one in the morning, and because this uh, kid acted suspiciously, they called the local police who came en masse, arrested him, uh, and no one was harmed. Uh, he's still in jail and awaiting trial. The issue before uh, Justice or, or Senator Cruz uh, was whether or not the Justice Department takes seriously the obligation uh, to protect members of the court. The Attorney General, as you will see, attempted to say, we send U.S. Marshals there. We've dispatched 70 U.S. Marshals to protect nine people. That's more than we've ever dispatched to protect nine people in the history of the Department of Justice. Senator Cruz would have none of it, was saying, why don't you prosecute people for it? It is a crime to protest in front of or within hearing distance uh, of the home of a federal judge with the intent of influencing the judge. I suppose you could stand there with a sign saying Kavanaugh is a dope or Kavanaugh voted wrong on the Dobbs case, uh, but to scream and shout uh, in an effort to intimidate uh, the judge or justice or affect his or her vote before it's cast is a federal crime for which no one has been prosecuted. And that's something that the attorney general was reluctant to say. So here's, this is a little difficult to watch because it's very contentious, but here is Senator Cruz uh, pandering to the crowd back home, I think, but making a very good point as only he can uh, that the uh, attorney general is not doing his job. Take a listen. When the Dobbs uh, draft was leaked, I did something no attorney general in the history of the department had ever done before. For the first time in history, I ordered United States Marshals 24-7 to defend every 
residence of every justice. Mr. Garland, as a judge, you're familiar with asking counsel I'm to answer an a question. I am answering. Has the Department of Justice enforced this statute? Have you brought a single case against any of these protesters threatening the judgment? Justices under 18 U.S.C. Section 1507. Have you brought even one? Senator, you asked me whether I sat on my hands, and quite the opposite. I sent okay, 70 United States Marshals. Let me try again. And Have me you, has the Department of Justice brought even a single case under this statute? It's a yes-no question. It's not a give a speech on the other things you did. The job of the United States Marshals is to defend the lives so of the... So the answer is no. ...is to defend the lives of the justices, and that's our number one priority. They have Why full are you unwilling to say no? The answer is no. You know it's no. I know it's no. Everyone in this, in this hearing room knows it's no. You're not willing to answer a question. Have you brought a case under this statute, yes or no? As far as I know, we haven't, and what we have done is defended the lives of the justices with so over how do 70 you decide, U.S. Marshals. how do you decide which criminal statutes the, the DOJ enforces and which one it doesn't? The United States Marshals know that they have full okay, you, I recognize you want to give a separate speech. No, I don't want to How give a do you decide which statutes you enforce and which ones you don't? The marshals on scene make that determination in light of the priority of defense. The marshals do not make a determination over whether to prosecute you. The attorney general make a determination, and you spent 20 years as a judge, and you're perfectly content with justices being afraid for their children's lives. And you did nothing to prosecute it. Let's shift that, to another is, area. Can I answer the question? You, no, the, you the cannot. General, you have refused to answer the I question. I am answering your question. The attorney general choose, does not decide whether to how arrest. How did you choose not? All right. So obviously Senator Cruz uh, wanted to score some points against the uh, Democratic Department of Justice. I don't blame them. That him. That's what these hearings do. The uh, That's what these hearings essentially are for. The uh, attorney general was, I thought, a model of patience and decorum. It's very difficult to have somebody badger you, ask you questions, uh, and not let you answer the way you want to answer. That would never happen uh, in a courtroom. However, Senator Cruz is correct. It is not the job of U.S. marshals or basically cops in plain clothes at the scene to decide whether or not to prosecute. They make a determination of whether they have observed anybody committing a crime. The only person that they observed committing a crime was this nut that was arrested at one in the morning outside Justice and Mrs. Kavanaugh's home. Uh, the other justices whose homes have been picketed, the six conservative justices, not the three liberals, uh, who have had picketers outside their homes with yelling and screaming. The marshals have quieted the people down and sent them home. They haven't arrested anybody. The decision to arrest is made at the scene by the cop, or in this case, by the U.S. Marshal. Here's where Senator Cruz is correct. The decision to prosecute is made in the quiet of the DOJ offices after they read the reports uh, of what happened at the scene and assess whether or not this is a case worth prosecuting and decide whether or not they have enough evidence to get an indictment and to prove guilt beyond a reasonable doubt and to a moral certainty to a jury. The decision to prosecute is also made based upon the rational assessment of resources. What do I mean? Some prosecutions are more important than others, uh, and the resources of the DOJ may be stretched so thin that this is not something they want to prosecute now. As well, sometimes victims don't want the court or don't want the DOJ to prosecute. Was anybody victimized here? Did any justice call up the DOJ saying, 
uh, my spouse and I can't sleep at night. My kids are afraid to go to their soccer game because these nut jobs in front of the house do something about it, arrest them, get rid of them. Or is all of this just a lot of fluff and noise? That's really for the viewers like you and in Senator Cruz's case, the voters in Texas uh, to decide. Two other uh, issues uh, this afternoon. The uh, jury in the Alex Murdoch case will get the case tomorrow. Right now, as I speak, the lawyers are presenting their closing arguments. So far, the closing arguments, which are bombastic and loud and each side accuses the other of exaggerating the truth. There haven't been any any bombshells. The lawyers can't really say something in a closing argument that's not based on the evidence that came in in the courtroom. If they did that, then they would be testifying and they can't be witnesses and lawyers in the same case. The closing argument's purpose is to marshal the evidence in a manner persuasive to your case, whether you're the government or whether you're defense counsel. So generally, there's no surprises uh, in closing argument, and theoretically, there can't be any. The other news this morning is Havana syndrome. Remember that? Havana syndrome was some sort of brain injury inflicted on American diplomats uh, in the American consulate. It's not an embassy. It's a consulate. So it's one level below an embassy because we don't have an ambassador in Cuba. Uh, the American consulate in Havana, people going there left with some sort of brain injury and horrific headaches uh, and neurological ailments, which didn't last forever, but lasted for a while. Uh, and the government thought, well, this is coming from the Cuban government. Well, the CIA, I guess I could stop right there. Who believes them? The CIA said, no, it's not coming from the Cuban government even though CIA agents themselves, including very high-ranking CIA agents, the number two and three persons in the CIA themselves were inflicted with this, and even though the same thing happened to American uh, diplomats in India. I think there's something fishy here, and the CIA doesn't want us to know the truth. Oh, right, Judge, when does the CIA ever want us to know the truth? According to Mike Pompeo, the former Secretary of State, the former director of the CIA, a former CIA agent, number one in his class at West Point, number one in his class at Harvard Law School, CIA's job is to steal secrets and lie about it, and that they do very well. More as we get it, Judge Napolitano for Judging Freedom.